everybody's world. It's just like your world, except when it's not. Season four, episode three, a look inside. Inside Zubita, that is. As we've previously talked about this season, um, when I had the kooky idea about going to some kind of video um, podcast, blah, 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 and my good friend rightfully kind of shamed me and said, no, 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 focus on your podcast. One of the things I wanted to do was to put out a podcast more regularly, and I hadn't really up until that point necessarily defined regularly. Actually, I had never in any way, shape, or form done it regularly. Some of them get released like an hour apart, back-to-back episodes, and then you wait four months, and really it's no way to go about doing this for sure. I looked, I'm on season four, and I have 23 episodes that have been published prior to this one. So this is episode 24, if we're just counting in order. But where I was going with all this was, is that I decided that a a, a good definition of regular in terms of how often my podcast would be released would be weekly. Ideally, I had put one out on Friday night. Friday night's often a good night for me to do this. But really, I wanted to give myself a chance sometime between, you know, Friday at 6 p.m. and Sunday at 5.30 p.m. to publish a podcast every week. And this is the third week I'm kind of meeting, not kind of, I'm meeting that schedule. So I'm pretty proud of myself for that. And one of the things, it's Saturday evening, and one of the things I had thought about was I wanted to make it last night and I actually had the time to make it last night. And I turned it on, I got the intro done and everything else, and I really stopped short. I wasn't sure what to talk about, and I did other things between then and now and blah, blah, blah. And I was meditating on it, and I decided, well, at the end of the day, uh, don't go searching for topics. If it's not obvious, then go back to what the glorious default is, which is, uh, duh, about me. So today, this is a look inside me um, and talking about some various things and and what that means and everything else and an obvious kickoff to that that I want to a topic I kind of want to explore um, this evening is the phrase that I use most of the podcast episodes although sometimes I deviate when the opening music gets played is Zubita's world it's just like your world except when it's not and I'm pretty proud of that, actually. And what made me the most proud, actually, was when I was talking with a really, really good friend. And when he was speaking on my podcast, like he quoted back to me my tagline, you know, my intro. And that just made me feel fucking amazing. I felt branded. Like I felt like I was defined in some way, shape, or form out there. And he was intrigued by that concept, like, is my world like his world? Like, when is it? When does it differ? How does it differ? Why does it differ? What is going on about this? And so I started to really think about that. And so, I mean, I want to talk about my world, your world, the world in general. Um, 
and how often my world is your world or yours is mine or we're collectively sharing a world to it. Um, at the core of it, I guess it's a question of same and different. I mean, it's kind of strange. I spend about, I don't know, I haven't really thought of what the percentage would actually be, but I do spend part of my life pretty convinced that I am different from everybody else, not because I want to be different, but because I just am. And, and that is something that is not, you know, come to me like what I'm drinking or, you know, in the last two years. I mean, from a very, very early age, in many ways, I felt out of step with everybody and maybe not even out of step, but definitely not always on the same page or I don't know, or even in the same book. I mean, things that seem obvious to me aren't obvious to other people and things that are obvious to them I don't understand and things that seem to be like universal basic skills like or outlooks or I don't know what just seem to elude me. Um, and honestly, for a very, very long time, like I even had problems like being able to talk to people. I mean, I had to learn to be able to do that. Um, so where I'm getting at is, is that part of my time is, is I am convinced, like I'm absolutely, totally a thousand percent different. And then there's a portion of the time. And again, I'm not sure what the percentage is. I should probably pay more attention to this, maybe take some notes, um, about it, you know, get some real data behind it. So we're not just anecdotal here. Um, although, I mean, it's not anecdotal. There are two states, but I mean, if I were to posit some kind of percentage right now, it would be bullshit percentages. I just pulled out my ass, which I pull a lot on my ass, but anyway, neither here nor there. Where I'm getting at is, is that sometimes then I am just almost overwhelmed or crushed or, I mean, just I taken aback, but I mean, just convinced that I am indistinguishable from anyone else. And in many ways that I'm in the background and I mean, and it's really interesting that both of those concepts can kind of live within yourself. I mean, I don't know if you've ever really sat down and kind of thought about your place in the world or not, or it's hard to say. I mean, I think that everybody does, but I mean, then again, I'm not everybody. So what do I fucking know? Um, but yeah. So, and then the other question becomes too, that I want to explore in greater detail in this podcast is, you know, are, I, I do know that I can live, I do some interesting things and some people consider me to live an interesting life. And is it that my life is just like, are there brief moments or periods or a small percentage of my life that's just wildly interesting or different than yours. And it's like that we're like 98% the same, but like there's a 2% difference or maybe even a 0.2% difference. That feels more real. Um, and then, or is it even in like what I consider to be, you know, the banal moments of my life that somehow those are different too, or are they the same? I mean, I guess, okay. So you know, I play, I've been playing you clips from when I was doing something extremely wildly interesting, like the rickshaw run, man. I mean, you know, we fucking drove tuk tuks across India and spent two weeks doing it and yada yada. And that's really cool. And nobody does that except we did it and everything. But 
I mean, what about those moments in time in which I'm just like randomly taping things and it's just ordinary moments? Like, let's play an ordinary moment. So what I'm going to play for you, and it's not a long clip, but it's just me and a friend fucking playing a video game. Actually, I'm not even playing the video game. I This is a video he's at my house, and this is my Xbox One and my video game. It's The Walking Dead Season 2. But he's actually just playing it, and I'm watching him play it. And we're just randomly chit-chatting. I mean, that's not interesting, right? Or, I mean, or is it? Did you just whisper, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, that's how it starts. Somebody dying. Just like the fucking show. Somebody you care about. It's gonna be father of a baby. They're picking up baby names. Oh, 16 months later. That's a, a year, four months. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's a little harder now. Appreciably in the opening, they'll soon be big divergences. How far have you played through this? Farther than this. Could dig a bigger pet, a deeper pet. You think this is bad? Wait till we get up to Wellington. Then talk to me about cold. If we make it. We still have a couple hard months ahead of us. This rain will turn to sleet. Then ice. Then snow. It won't be easy. Is it safe there? Safer than here because of the cold. So they say. We just need to keep moving north. You know, World War Z, the book, addresses, like, the effects of cold on zombies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that book. Yeah. awkward silence because I just don't know what to say right now. Because <laughs> all those choices are horrible. I'm like, yeah, I miss Lee. Yeah, I feel that, but I just don't feel like voicing any of that out loud. <laughs> You're like, I'm not really ready to emotionally be that open. <laughs> That's right. It's, uh, 
these games are a nice psychological reflection of. I know. That's, that's one of the reasons why I've loved the some of the role playing games that, uh, like uh, Knights of the Old Republic, where you would choose the dark side or the light side of the Force. Yeah. Uh, because it, you make those choices and you naturally land on those. Uh, it fascinates me. Psychology. I, I do wonder if I should have been a psychologist. You should have been a psychologist. You'd be a fucking good psychologist. I do like getting in people's heads. See? In more ways than one. I know. Oh. Oh. Hey, oh. Yeah, so imagine... Like that kind of like activity and chatter uh, taking place for like another like from that point and for like hours and hours more after that and that's just what we did I mean and for the record listening to it actually the biggest laugh for me my the moment I think I loved almost the, probably the best maybe the best uh, is when uh, my friend says sixteen months. Oh, hey, that's like one year and four months. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I don't know why that makes me uh, so amused, but it really, really actually does. Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, so there was a Saturday or, you know, you know, so Zubita's World, uh, a Saturday could look like that. And, you know, and just so you know, man, I mean, I don't know when you were listening to it if the periods of silence between my friend and I were awkward to you, but I mean, what you need to know is it wasn't awkward to us, which really is kind of a very beautiful thing. I mean, that is actually like to me, and I just blew my mind. I just thought of this. That's actually a fucking awesome litmus test. For like, how good is a fr- how good of a friend is a good friend? Because if you can fucking be with a friend and um and like be silent and but comfortable and silent, silent and comfortable with a friend, you know, for you know periods of time. I mean, that to me really says. That is a fucking good friend. That's a great fucking litmus test. Because if you are not comfortable in the silence, because you just can't have blah, 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 blah. I mean, you know, all the day long. It's just not, it's not sustainable for a variety of reasons that are extremely obvious and don't need to be talked about anymore. My whole point is, is that, so the next time you're like, yeah, man, that person's a really fucking good friend. If you really want to put that to the test, you need to basically see if you can be silent in each other's company um, and have it be your, at least pay attention to see if you're ever silent. I mean, I'm not sure if it would be maybe awkward and wouldn't work if you intentionally tried to come up with some kind of like scenario. I think it'd be awkward. It wouldn't be comfortable because you had forced the silence. Um, but start fucking paying attention to that because, yeah, right there. But see, so now we're circling back, though, to... Let's go back to same or different. I mean, you know, that clip is just an ordinary moment of my life. I mean, it's just, I'm not fucking traveling across India or some planning some wacky adventure or doing some kind of activity you've never heard of. It's a fucking video game. It's just fucking hanging out at your house. My ass was on my couch. I mean, that was the extent of what this clip was. Yet, was it interesting? Actually, I kind of think it was. But I'm not sure if that's just the narcissism in me 
or if it truly was interesting. I mean, let's think about that for a moment while we, you know, fucking play some music. You know what that was? That was me playing my brand new clarinet. And it's not a brand new clarinet. It's a new to me clarinet. But one of the most important things that you need to know is that, yeah, that's right. I am going to learn to play clarinet. Like once upon a time I knew how to learn. I knew how to play it. But that was over 20 years ago. Like or 30 years ago, actually. Um, but I and three of my friends have decided to, well, we decided like it was the holidays and we were probably all drinking too much, but we decided that we should form a clarinet quartet, um, because two of us had, I think two of us had previously played or no, I had previously played, but given it up and regretted it. And then one of my friends had wanted to play clarinet, but in band, like the instrument that was available, she had to play flute. And then the other two people had always wanted to play the clarinet. So we made this kooky plan that we were going to form a clarinet quartet and take lessons. And as you know, I, we've got a good friend that's a professional musician. She's the one who composed just for me um, my new intro music and my musical bridges. Very talented musician, Diana Davis in Indianapolis. And uh, so we decided we were going to take lessons with her. And then fast forward a couple months, and one of my friends, actually, I was so proud. They pulled the trigger, man. And I get this text message or call or whatever. I get told, like, I've got a clarinet. And I'm like, well, fuck it. Then I got to go get my clarinet. And, like, a week later, I got my clarinet, like, a week in, like, two days or something. Um, I got my clarinet, and then... Now, the other two girls are like, well, I guess we're getting our clarinets, although I think they're going to rent, not buy, because they're not sure we're going to stick with it. But I've decided to jump full on in, man. So I went to the store, to the music store, and I looked over, and I got a very nice used clarinet. Um, instead of the learning clarinet, I got the professional clarinet, because, you know, that's who I am. You know, fuck that learning shit. Um, I always like to skip over the intro parts. It's a lot like with the podcast. Like I could have learned, you know, it's amateur hour. I could have, when I first sat down to do this podcast, I could have, you know, fucking, I don't know, read the instructions for, you know, the podcast or anything. I mean, 
we are 24 episodes in, if you count this one, and it's just only been, I think, in episode 23 that for the first time I used the fade in effect, and now I've used it a bunch of times, fade out and fade in, in this episode, and I don't know if you're paying attention or not, but I do think it's a kind of a smoother transition. I mean, so seriously, like, what a basic fucking thing I could have figured out to do. But, you know, fuck that, like, figure it out while you're starting it and do whatever and be a student. Fucking own it and just jump into the middle of it. I mean, that's what they say about good stories, is good stories always start in the middle, you know, not at the very, very beginning, although I do kind of like the behind the scenes, what leads up to it. But that's just my own thing. I mean, the normal people that you want to start in the fucking middle, grab their attention and do it, and... I mean, maybe I grab your attention better if I sound more professional, but frankly, fuck that shit. I mean, I got, you know, I got listeners on three continents. That's right, motherfuckers. Uh, North America, because I got me my U.S. listeners, obviously. Um, The United Kingdom. Um, I can't tell. I, I know there's one. Sometimes I'm convinced there's three, but maybe there's just one, or maybe there used to be three, and I lost two, and now I only have one. But I know I got me a fucking uh, listener from the United Kingdom. So, you know, lots of love, baby, across the pond. This is shout-outs for you. And then now, of course, so they're, you know, the Europe, the European continent, there's continent number two. Continent number three, also a country. Uh, Australia, shout-out to you, Australia! Uh, yeah, man. So... God, I don't know where this segment was going. Oh, I think it was just that I wanted to talk about my clarinet and my clarinet quartet. And I don't know. Is that the same as you? Is that different than you? Are you forming a clarinet quartet? Um, So maybe my world sometimes is a little bit different. You know, what the fuck? Weird. You you can't get past that baloney thing. No lie. We did. We bought the... I enjoy the baloney. The every, every... Every time Lloyd got paid, he went down and we got a thing of bologna. We had a lot of bologna. How many ways are you making that? Bologna salad. I'm a big fan of bologna salad. No, we didn't even make that. We just ate, <coughs> we just ate bologna. Bologna sandwiches. on sandwiches and bologna and crackers. Why bologna and crackers? Well, that's just the way we ate it. Fried bologna. Fried bologna. You know what? You can still get fried bologna sandwiches at the toast. Really? Yes. (laughs) It's been a long time since I've had a fried bologna sandwich. I do enjoy some bologna. We had fried bologna sandwiches. Alright, so we've established that you ate lots of bologna. I'm assuming chicken was cheap also. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of chicken. A lot of potatoes in m- multiple ways, like potato soup and dumplings. Oh, yeah. Eat spaghetti. Spaghetti with the meat. Yeah, but not much. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you would mix it in the sauce or mix it in with the When I was growing up, we didn't call that spaghetti. That was goulash. The spaghetti was goulash? Uh-huh. The spaghetti mixed in with the noodles. Yes. And 
tomatoes, chopped up tomatoes yes. and stuff. That's goulash. We call that goulash. Despite the fact that there is actually a goulash out there. Well, that's... but that's not where we grew up. That was goulash. Yeah. I came from my grandmother. That was goulash. Dry beef gravy. Dry beef gravy. I do love me some dry beef gravy. Dried beef gravy. Yes. Macaroni. Yeah. Macaroni and cheese, I'm assuming. Yeah. So we've established you eat a lot of bologna. Occasionally chicken. I could tell you some sandwiches I had, but you would be grossed out. No, I want to hear your gross sandwiches. Dill pickles and ketchup. Dill pickles and ketchup. Oh, that is disgusting. <laughs> Seriously, your favorite, family favorite? No, it wasn't necessarily my family favorite, but when you're hungry, you eat stuff like that. Well, I know, but yeah, that is gross. Lay it on another one. Oh, let's see. I can't even think of any anymore. You're the one who is claiming that. Uh, what about peanut butter? Uh, we didn't need a lot of peanut butter. Why not? I don't know. Dill pickles and ketchup. That is pretty gross. Remember when I was talking about that whole litmus test thing with friends and like the silence equals comfortable and comfortable is like the way you know that you're really good friends, that you can be comfortable in the silence. Yeah, that little conversation right there is an example of two people that aren't comfortable being silent with each other, and that would be my mother and I, and that the kinds of conversations that result out of like this desperate need to fill awkward silences. I mean, yeah. So there's a lesson in there, boys and girls, is that really you're looking for somebody with whom you can be quiet. It's pretty profound, right? I mean, you can be quiet with me. Actually, you do a damn good job of being quiet with me because I talk and you listen, so way to go. Except my whole point was we were silent with each other. I suppose I could put out a podcast in which you heard, like, the intro music and then you just heard, like, I don't know, silence for a few minutes and then maybe a brief conversation and then silence for a few more minutes. But... I gotta feel like that's not going over like I hope it would go over. So I'm going to say bad idea. We're not going to actually like have a podcast that's me saying absolutely nothing. That <coughs> is awkward. It's maybe it's a, it's not a reflection on how close you and I are. Sorry, I'm just all choked up over this. I don't want you to think that we're not close. We're very, very close. Um, I mean, obviously, my silence is golden between friends portion of the conversation. It's not a 100% rule. I mean, it's like a 99% rule, but there are exemptions for things like, you know, podcasting, I think. It'd be like radio. You don't turn on, you know, a particular, well, I love a 103.9. They really got silence. I mean, that's not what you do. You just don't turn them on. 
So if you want there to be silence during the podcast between you and I, what I want you to know is, is that I'm comfortable with that. So what you should do is you should hit pause and then you should not speak and I won't be speaking, but I'm going to be with you there in spirit, man, because we are comfortable together with each other. And yeah, I mean, how could you not be? I mean, I love you and you love me. And I feel like there should be part two to that rhyme, but I don't really have it right now. So we're just going to say, you know, hugs and kisses, baby. I love you guys so very much. Uh, You are a highlight of my week. For those of you who actually managed to sit and suck awkward, not awkward, it wasn't awkward for me, sit in silence with me for just that little brief tidbit there. Um, almost like if you stay to the movies and you stay all the way through the credits and then after the credits there's like a scene for you, but you're the one who discovers it. You didn't actually have to read about it in a magazine or hear about it from somebody else or it was talked about on the radio, like you discovered it all independent of yourself. Like this is one of those moments and your reward for kind of reaching this point is kind of something for you to think about, get a little personal with Zubita here, is yeah, I've got a situation brewing, man, and it's an interesting one. And I'm not going to go into the details right now because this podcast is over for all intents and purposes, but I have to decide how brave I want to be, um, which is interesting. I mean, that I know I have something coming and it's, I, I've got the leisure to think about like whether or not I want, like, you know, typically bravery comes in the moment. Can you be deliberate about it? I mean, will my deliberation ahead of time impact what happens in the moment?